0: I think one of the hardest things to hear and one of the things that drives me the most insane is when people say, you'll be right, you know, you just got to get back up and get back on the horse and keep riding, (laughs) find your motivation and, you know, you'll be fine. Is that really helpful when you just feel like you've got nothing left to give, like there is absolutely nothing left in the tank? This is The Self-Improvement Room. I'm Christy Davis and I'm glad you're here. Oh, Lordy, I am looking forward to talking about this because for me especially, I remember very, very vividly how hard it was to find strength and motivation to try to turn my life around when I just felt like I had nothing left to give. Like I had nothing left to Draw from. I was exhausted. I was not motivated. I was depressed. I was not hopeful at all. Now, how the hell can you get yourself in a position to change that? How can you just pick yourself up, like some people suggest, which used to drive me insane? Because we don't know what it's like to be living in somebody else's shoes. So when somebody says, it's okay, just pick yourself back up and get back on the horse. Well, is it really that easy? No. But today I want to talk about and give you five different things to help you get started. And I'm actually going to draw from some of the people that inspire me or inspired and continue to inspire me and motivate me and help me because that was one of the hugest changes I made and that was getting educated. I'm not a reader. I hate to read. I can't read. Well, I can read (laughs) but if I read a book, I have to read the page like six times and it still hasn't sunk in. So for me, I had to listen. Uh, So I have an audible subscription which I love and I now love learning but that was a habit I had to cultivate and one that i needed to create if i wanted to change my life. So here's the well, i can't say the truth. I could say my truth, but that i am not a fan of that saying either. But here is how i feel. Life can be an incredible journey. It can be filled with joy, success, Love, happiness, but seriously, there are really difficult times in life. And if you start to build habits that or thought patterns that rehash the negative things in your life, then you're going to have a lot more of the negative and a lot less of the joy and the happiness and the success. And then you might reach a rock bottom moment that may or may not change things for you. But it did for me. It changed my entire life. I have talked about my rock bottom moment quite a few times and it's literally a bathroom floor moment. I was cleaning the bathroom of the house that I'm actually still in uh, while we build our new home. But I was cleaning the bathroom floor about just around eight years ago and I remember just realising that firstly... I hated cleaning, I didn't really clean very much at all and to be honest I was probably cleaning something I'd spilt rather than cleaning for the sake of cleaning back then but uh, whatever I was cleaning I stopped and thought I'm going to be cleaning this bathroom floor forever and sure I was grateful to have somewhere to live because I know that some people don't even have that so there is that gratitude there for that but there was also this dream that I had realised in that moment that I was never going to achieve and that was not just to own a house but that was to build my own dream home and have a successful career and do music or have a music career uh, and make my living from that and I wasn't doing any of that. (laughs) I was barely working uh, a couple gigs maybe here and there And I just realised that it probably wasn't going to happen for me. That was hard because for my entire young life, before I was even a teenager and into my teenage years, I always had these dreams and these hopes. And I always felt like I'd be the type of person to fulfil those. And for me to see that I wasn't, it was really hard. And I just cried and cried and cried for like four or five hours. And that was the day I decided to make some changes. I'm like, I... I'm doing something wrong, clearly. (laughs) Something is not working. And that's the day that, like I said, I decided I needed to find what the hell was going to work. So at that point in time, I really did feel like I had nothing left. (laughs) I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I needed to. And that little strength part, (laughs) little part of strength is what you need. It's essential to find that tiny little bit of strength to turn things around and create a life that really resonates with your dreams and your aspirations and as I said I have now listened to oh my gosh hundreds of books (laughs) and I've drawn from hundreds of different amazing people that have similar experiences that have changed their lives that can speak from experience And that's where I'm coming from with you guys. That's why I have this podcast, because I draw from my experience, not just what I've learned through education, through study, through research, but also through just living. Uh, So for this episode, I'm going to draw on three different amazing people that I have listened to a lot in the past, and that is Brene Brown. Tony Robbins and I say Tony Robbins, I know everybody seems to know Tony Robbins as the guru Um, but there are some things that I really love and still draw from uh, with him and Gabby Bernstein or Gabrielle Bernstein and I'm going to explore with you how you can make new decisions each day and embark on that transformative journey towards the future that you want which is my first point that is something you need to decide. What do you want? What does your future actually look like? And that's kind of what I used as that little bit of strength, that little bit of motivation to get started. I knew what I wanted in my future, kind of. It's actually changed a hell of a lot. (laughs) It's nothing compared to what I wanted originally. Uh, And in saying that, I was well on my way in my music career. I achieved a lot in a very short amount of time. And uh, eventually, I decided that I really love staying home, <laughs> and I really love helping people. And I've always, always had a passion for self development and helping people as well. Uh, it just ran alongside my music career, and I had just I chose music uh, to begin with. And I guess I've kind of just come right back around <laughs> and now doing the self development part which I also really love so I want to start with the number one thing that you can try or start to implement to change things to find that strength to find that motivation to have the life that you want and the first one is uh, from Brene Brown's studies and research and that is embracing vulnerability and authenticity. Now, they sound like big words, so um, that's kind of the language that she uses. But she is a researcher, very, very funny, (laughs) and an author. And uh, she teaches us that embracing vulnerability and authenticity is the key to finding that inner strength and motivation. So basically, when you're feeling defeated, like you've got nothing left, like you've just got nothing left to give, it's natural to want to hide that, I think, and put on that brave face. And that's what I tried to do all of the time is just put on this brave face. I mean you could tell, like, you could tell just by looking at my house that I did not have my shit together. And I'm not saying you have to have you know a clean house to have your shit together. Uh, but for me, I just didn't have anything in order and it was pretty evident. During those moments though of letting people see that, of being vulnerable, that can be the thing that turns you towards changing. To begin that journey towards a better life, you've got to start acknowledging where you're at. You can't meet yourself, you've got to meet yourself where you're at. You can't meet yourself in the future because that version of you is not available and it's not fair to meet yourself in the past and go, well, this is who I used to be, this is who I'm always going to be. Meet yourself where you're at now and just be okay with that but understand that you want change as well. So for me I was really hard on myself. I was not okay with that and that made my journey harder. Now that I look back that made my journey a lot harder So just start by acknowledging your current state, where you're at openly and honestly and go, you know what, Um, I'm probably not where I want to be and I'm not feeling great about that. And then you can share that with either a therapist, a counsellor, if that is something that works for you. It wasn't for me to begin with, um, but you can share that with your partner at the time I was well, I still am happy to share those things with my husband or you can share those with your friends, friends that you trust. That vulnerability and sharing that allows you to release those emotions and gain some support to open that door to healing. It's okay to ask for help and to lean on others during tough times. So many of us just think we can do it by ourselves or think we should do it by ourselves. I don't think that's the case at all. I couldn't do everything that I've done by myself. And trust me, I think I'm superwoman. I really do. I think I live the life of three or four people. But it's not healthy for me and it's not healthy for you. You need to ask for help and it's okay to ask for help. That's my tip number one. That's the first thing that I would change if I went back. I'd be more vulnerable and I'd be more open to asking for help and I would be kinder to myself. I'd have more compassion. It's a hard thing to do, to go, you know what, I'm not where I want to (laughs) be and I'm acknowledging that and I feel like I'm just acknowledging that I'm a shit person but that's not the case. So be kind, compassionate towards yourself, just as you would to other people. Number two, this is the the Tony Robbins one that I was talking about. And he says, set clear goals and take massive action. I'm not sure I totally agree with taking massive action. I mean, I do when you get to a point where you can, but when you're on the bathroom floor bawling, <laughs> the last thing you can do think of as taking any kind of massive action. Like you're already taking massive action, you're balling. <laughs> so for me, it's taking action and then over time making that more massive. So most people know who Tony Robbins is. If you don't, he's a renowned life coach and a motivational speaker. And he really emphasizes the importance of setting clear goals and taking massive action. Now even though I'm drawing from him and what he has taught, over time I've actually learned not to set clear, specific, large goals, but instead I create systems. So just say I wanted to lose five kilos, uh, I instead of going, okay, my goal is to lose five kilos, I will create a lifestyle that will reach that goal for me. So I will look at reducing soft drink over a few months. Um, actually I only have one can of soft drink a week anyway, but that would be the lifestyle that I'm living, which would lead to that goal. But in saying that for now, setting clear goals and taking action on those goals. So it doesn't have to be big, it does not have to be a big goal. It might be for for instance, my first goal that I set to change my life was to make my bed every day. And I did that for over a month, every single day, making sure I made the bed. And, oh, God, I remember it was so painful. I hated making my bed. My mom should have made me make my bed when I was young, cultivate that habit early. And there were a few days that I missed, but I kept going. And uh, now it's painful for me not to make the bed. I couldn't imagine not making my bed. Uh, but, again, that's because I've built that habit. So when you're feeling drained and you're feeling demotivated, it can be definitely a challenge to see that path forward. But by defining some goals and taking some small action, small consistent steps, you can rebuild your life one day at a time. And that's what I did. So start by setting achievable short-term goals that align with your long-term vision. So for me, One of my long-term visions was to be organised and to have a tidy home and to just have, yeah, organisation within my home, within my head, within my life in general. And the first step that I took was to make the bed every day because that's a small goal that aligns with my large goal of being organised within my life and my home. So that was my long-term vision. Now, you break those goals into manageable tasks and then you celebrate along the way. I cannot tell you how important that was because I didn't celebrate for ages and ages and ages, years. And that just made me feel worse. I'd be like, okay, well, I've ticked that off. What's next? It's like, well, no, just hang on a minute. Look back at what you've done. Look back at what you've just achieved because for the first 30 years, I didn't celebrate anything. And then for the first however many years of my personal development journey, I didn't celebrate anything. So I never celebrated me or any of my achievements. When I started doing that, it made me want to achieve the next thing because I knew that I would feel like I deserved to celebrate because I had achieved something. So making sure you celebrate any progress along the way continue to motivate you now by focusing on daily actions and daily little victories you will regain a sense of purpose and motivation it's slow it took you however many years to get to this point of feeling perhaps negative feeling completely burnt out feeling like you have no motivation and just nothing left to give that doesn't happen overnight that takes years to develop. So, it's you can't expect to undo that overnight. It doesn't make any sense because it didn't happen overnight, it's not going to unhappen overnight. So, slow, small, daily steps. Number 3 tip I am pulling from Gabrielle Bernstein or Bernstein and I love her stuff. And this one is cultivate self-compassion. This is something that I've only learned to do really well in the last few years and it has made such an incredible difference. Because I now have self-love and self-compassion, it's very rare that I'm offended by anyone or anything because I hold myself in high regard. Therefore, it's almost like step outside of myself and see the situation and go, well, is that true? Am I that person? No, I'm not. So self-compassion is a huge one. And uh, Gabrielle Bernstein is a spiritual teacher and she's an author. and she's huge on self-compassion, especially during times that are most difficult. It's really easy to be hard on yourself or on ourselves when we face challenges, but it's really hard to be compassionate towards ourselves when we're making mistakes, when we're facing challenges, when we're trying to rebuild our lives. But self-compassion is a really powerful tool for rebuilding your life. Being able to go, hang on, you made a mistake, that's okay. You made another mistake, that's okay. As long as we get up and we go again, that's okay. Practicing self-kindness by acknowledging that you're doing your best with the resources you have is Incredibly important to moving forward. Practicing self-kindness and self-compassion will allow you to make mistakes. Otherwise, those voices are going to continue to creep in. You make a mistake. Oh, you're a dipshit. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, God. Why did you do that, Christy? No, you don't need those thoughts. Those thoughts are not conducive to building or rebuilding your life the way you want it to be. Forgive. Past mistakes. Forgive the past version of you. Today, right this second, you are not who you were, even a few minutes ago. That was a big thing for me to realize, and a massive thing that I could change very early on was going, you know what? I'm not the same person. I don't have to be the same person. I can make different choices. I don't have to be like my mum. I don't have to be like my dad. I don't have to be like anyone. Who cares what's in my genes? Who cares? I can change that. And they've shown. That You can rewire your brain, you can be different, you can change. It's called a neuroplasticity. Very interesting but also very, very helpful. You are not hardwired. You can teach an old dog new tricks. So if you've made mistakes in the past, learn from them, take the value from them and let them go, move on. The other thing that I do that she also suggests is engaging in self-care routines. So meditation is a huge one. They're really looking at the benefits of meditation at the moment uh, in the, well, I think they always have in, in the medical field, but even more so now. The benefits of meditation are just so incredible and they're really, really undervalued and very, very misunderstood. I feel there's a stigma attached to meditation. You know, you get that view of, somebody sitting down with their legs crossed and chanting or humming with their fingers together. It can be that, but it doesn't have to be. Meditation is a way to rejuvenate your body, to rejuvenate your mind, to give yourself rest, to just shut down. But beyond that, there is so much you can do with meditation. So that's a huge thing for me. Journaling, I don't journal a lot, uh, but I do practice gratitude. And they, they talk about, you know, living in the attitude of gratitude. And one thing that I love about Brene Brown is she calls that out. She says she talks about, you know, living in the attitude of you actually have to practice gratitude, not live in the attitude of. She said, you know, she's got yoga pants, she's got a yoga mat, she's got the yoga videos, she definitely wears those yoga pants every day. So she's in the attitude of yoga but she doesn't do yoga so it there's no benefit there for her (laughs) and I found that to be well her version of it was much more funny than my version but still she was in that attitude of you know yoga but not in the attitude of actually taking part in yoga so gratitude is very important but it has to be actually practiced and then they say spending time in nature to nurture that inner self and replenish your energy. I used to hate nature, freaking hate going outside, but I'm starting to really learn to love it. It has a lot of value and, you know, natural sunlight, vitamin D, not too much, but some is incredibly helpful to our overall health, mental health, our our health for our body, our physical health. Getting out in nature is really, really good for you. And now it's spring and it's sunny today and that makes me so happy. I don't know if you feel that way, but I really love storms and I really love sunny weather. They give me different emotional feelings, meet different emotional needs, but I still love, love, love the sunny weather especially. All right, and number four tip, and this is back to Brene Brown, And this is what I realised I actually did and this is probably one thing that I did that, well, not probably, this is definitely the thing that I did that made the difference and changed my life. And now that I look back, it's almost like I don't know where it happened. I don't know when the change was so evident for me but my life is just so different to what it was, so incredibly different to what it was and I don't know when that change happened because it wasn't overnight and it wasn't all at once. So Brene Brown's like, wisdom, I guess, is about making new decisions every day. Making a new decision every day, especially when you're feeling stuck rather than dwelling on the past mistakes or circumstances, is key to making change. Focusing on the power of the choice in the present moment. And that's what I did. And that's what she says. Wholehearted people who are living their lives loving their lives and enjoying the journey majority of them weren't born that way majority of them fought their way there by making a different choice every day and that when she said that that resonated so much with me i'm like oh my god that's what i did that's it i made a different choice every day today no i'm not gonna think about the past i'm actually gonna listen to this book and i'm going to implement these changes i'm going to make the damn bed (laughs) I'm going to find out about money. I'm going to find out how to organise shit. Little did I know I had ADHD and couldn't organise anything and my brain didn't function properly. But goddammit, I made it function properly. I was determined. It just took a little more work than it probably should have. But that's okay. I, like I said, I focused on making a different choice each day and that's where the power is. Every morning, and I still do this, you have to remind yourself that you have the power to shape your day and your life. And my daughter, my god, she was in a bad mood yesterday and she goes from one extreme to another. She makes so much sense and I'm like, gosh, you're so intelligent. She's only like 15. And she, you know, makes these great decisions and then If she's having a bad day, it's like all the way the other way. Like where's the middle ground, dude? Like seriously. (laughs) But she goes to the land of being incapable of making good decisions and angry and she just completely forgets that she has the power to shape her day and her life. And when I remind her, that brings her back to a place where she feels a lot better And she focuses on what she can change and what she can do. So whether it's choosing a positive mindset or taking a step towards your goals, making healthier decisions, these are daily choices that accumulate over time and pave the way to a new life. And that's the one thing that is actually how I would explain my change exactly. Every single day, making a different decision, waking up going, okay, I don't feel positive. All right. How can we get there? Let's just say today is going to be a great day. And if you tell your brain something enough times, it starts to believe it. So that's what I did every day and still do every day. And lastly, this one's from me. (laughs) Creating an amazing life when you're running on empty requires support. Surround yourself with people who uplift and inspire you and if you don't have anyone, go and find somebody. Go and join a Facebook group if you have to. Seek out mentors. I have paid tens, literally tens of thousands of dollars for mentors, for like-minded people because my mind is not like many people that I live with or hang around, which is completely understandable, Uh, but I seek out mentors. I seek out the people that I feel think along the same lines as me, are motivated, want to change their lives. Seek out friends, your friends or communities that you share the same kind of values with. Positive influences can really help you stay motivated and they give you valuable guidance along the way. Now if you're stuck in a situation right now where you're not around anyone positive but you're trying to make the changes, then you need to seek out somebody. I don't care where you find them but you need to seek out somebody that is positive so that you can start to make the changes and then start to impact the people around you. And if the people around you don't want to change, then they are not the ones to have in your life. That's really hard to hear. Give them a chance, (laughs) of course. But don't keep somebody in your life if they're not adding value. I'm not talking about your children. (laughs) They are around. That's your job to look after them. But everybody else, they don't deserve a place in your life if they're not adding value or if they're detracting value, I should say. So when life seems like it's just an uphill battle all the time and you've literally depleted all of your reserves. Just remember that you do have the strength and the capacity to turn things around. I always say, trust me, if I can do it, anyone can do it. But I guess the hardest thing is to look at my life now, you would think that, well, you didn't have it that hard. But the truth is I did. I had an incredibly, incredibly abusive childhood that led to me leaving home early, that led to PTSD, that led to a long battle with depression and anxiety. Then I had kids really young and they were really difficult kids. (laughs) Um, And then I was just struggling with, well, ADHD, but I didn't know because PTSD really masks those symptoms a lot of the times. So, yeah, if I can change and I'm talking like, Going from not ever doing any housework, not ever, you know, leaving the dishes for five days—I say that a lot because I just—that's what I used to do. Uh, I would, you know, sleep in all day, and I would leave the washing to pile up for months. <sighs> so, anyway, I really believe that if I can change, anybody can change. We all can change. So I drew a lot of inspiration from thought leaders like Brene Brown, like Tony Robbins, like Gabrielle Bernstein. I think it's Bernstein. Anyway, I should have another listen to that if you can learn to embrace being vulnerable, setting clear goals, practicing self-compassion and kindness and making decisions, different decisions each day, new decisions each day, and then surround yourself with positive people and support, then you will find the motivation and the strength needed to make a truly amazing life. It just happens one day at a time, it's not overnight. I hope that is helpful for you. It's really what I've lived and what I've learned. You can change your life. You don't have to stay where you're at. You have that strength and you have that power, but it's about getting up and making the same decision each day, the one same decision. And that is today I'm going to make new decisions. Today I'm going to make new choices. And if you stuff it up for the day, be kind to yourself and start again tomorrow. That's what it's about. And next week. On the podcast, I want to talk about why loving yourself is life's golden ticket. So make sure you are around for that. But this is episode number 28. Insane. Episode number 28. So next week on episode number 29, we'll talk about living your best life and the reason that learning to love yourself is the golden ticket. Now, if you are thinking at the end of this podcast, you know what? I've got so many dark thoughts, I just I can't move forward. Then episode number 27, last week's episode, talks about how to stop those dark thoughts. So if that's something that you struggle with and is in the way, then I suggest listening to podcast episode number 27, How to Stop the Dark Thoughts and Start Living and Loving Yourself. So that was last week's episode. All right, until next week, my friends, stay safe and stay well.